The KCLR Daily, on air, online and on smart speaker. As you might well be aware, it was announced yesterday that Waterways Ireland have launched a very ambitious 10-year plan. Significant opportunities for investment, tourism, expansion, aiming to enhance, restore and conserve our waterways, greenways and blueways. And joining us now to tell us more about it is the CEO of Waterways Ireland, John McDonough. John, thank you for joining us this morning. So can you tell us about this 10-year plan and in a nutshell, what it means for, for all of us across the country? Okay, good morning, Carl, first of all. So the plan is about how do we unlock more value from the wonderful assets that we have for waterways. So when we talk about value, it's about economic, social and environmental well-being value. At the moment, we create about 600 million euro a year of value for the public good in Ireland and Northern Ireland. And when I talk about value creation, I'll give you an example, if I can. Um, The Royal Canal Greenway is Ireland's longest greenway. It opened in 2021, and we invested 12 million there. The stretch is 130 kilometres. Uh, in its first year, it attracted 650,000 visitors and it generated 17 million uh, revenues for the local economy. So that's an example, actually, of um, a value creation for people. Um, specifically, however, I guess, if, if, I, if I kind of zone in on Carlo and Kilkenny, um, the, the really important piece around the barrow is that we have a, a kind of a three-pillar strategy for the barrow. So the first thing we'll do very soon is we're going to launch a uh, submission, a planning application to the local authorities for a five-year maintenance plan. And that's all about improving the condition of the waterway. Uh, The second piece is we're going to invest uh, over the next seven years uh, to to address some of the infrastructure deficits. So these are things like weirs that have breached in the past, for example, and uh, new fish passes, uh, working with inland fisheries and and local, local angling communities. And the third piece, is a piece that we're doing with a number of other partners. So it's creating a tourism master plan to grow tourism in and around the barrow. Um, That's something that we have experience of doing previously with Falch Ireland and the local authorities. We did it for the Shannon tourism master plan. And when that was completed, we were able to secure 76 million euro funding to to put uh, tourism and recreational projects in place along the Shannon. So that's what we want to see happening specifically at the, uh, at the Barrow. Can, can I just keep keep it there with, with you for the moment, John, about the Barrow? Because I know that for many years there's been discussion about Barrow Blue Way, which has been in itself, you know, controversial. Some people all for it and some people saying, no, this isn't a good idea. And, you know, the possible repercussions on the environment if a Blue Way is actually implemented. So, so can you address that and tell us what's happening there? Okay, well, the Barrow Blue Way... Uh, uh, project, 46 kilometres, uh, stretching from uh, effectively from Kildare down into Leash. Uh, that project is almost completed, so there's 46 kilometres done at this stage. There's a little bit of work uh, to complete with uh, Kildare County Council around some road passes and access. So we're, we're very happy with the progress of that piece of work. In relation to moving uh, southwards and, and the question that you've asked, that'll be addressed within the Tourism Master Plan. Um, I take your point and acknowledge that uh, so far it's been a very binary discussion, like people support or people don't support, a little bit of polarisation there. So we will address it within the tourism master plan that we put together over the next uh, year or two or so, so probably 18 months actually. Okay, and and, and really, you know, just keeping with that uh, that theme there of, you know, protecting the environment, because I know with this new 10-year plan, sustainability is very much a central element of it, isn't it? Well, it has to be, really. 
Well, it has to be, and we're very strong about it. You know, I've been asked about this over the last numbers of days, specifically what happens if there's a conflict between, let's say, an economic ambition and uh, an environmental one. And our answer is, you know, environment and sustainability will trump uh, that, that particular one. And I think just to stay on the point, a lot of the projects that we're talking about here are, are somewhat long tail. And what I mean by that is there may be instances where you have to acquire land. You certainly have to go for planning permission. You'll always have environmental assessments. Uh, they take time in this particular space around the barrow. It's a strategic conservation area in many parts. So we take extra care around this. And if you take my, my point around the five-year maintenance plan, that, that's something that has taken extra time because we have to take account of all of those considerations. But ultimately, we're doing it for the right reasons. We're doing it for uh, the environment. We're doing it to, uh, to conserve and preserve and protect and we do that because we're the custodians of the waterways. And we're talking there about the, the River Barrow for Kilkenny and for Carlo and Kilkenny. Can I bring the, the River Nore into it? So does that feature anywhere well, in this the, plan? The, 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 this, well, in this, in this plan, the plan, well, I, that's a good question. In this plan, uh, we're looking at what's, what sits within a remit. So what sits within a remit are eight different waterways, including the Barrow, but not the Nore. But in, within, within the, the, the tourism master plan, the wider, the wider uh, area around uh, what I would call the barrow will, will be considered. I'm certain of that. Um, and that will probably need to be clarified by the group involved. Uh, but I, I, I would see that as being the case. And if you look at the Shannon tourism master plan, uh, which stretches all along uh, the Shannon, um, but there are areas uh, adjacent to and along that sit within it because ultimately it's the spine of the brand experience they call the hidden heartlands. Right. So it won't be just a, a linear a linear plan that looks only at the waterways. It's incredible really, isn't it? You know, looking at the work that has already been done because the, the whole, the greenways, blueways, I mean, it's made such a, a difference to the country and it's allowed so many more opportunities for people to get out and enjoy the, the beauty that is all around us in this country. You know, I've often said how blessed we are to, to live in this country because, you know, we, it, is, it is a country of unparalleled beauty. And it's wonderful, I think, as a result of the investment to be able to enjoy it more than, than we ever could before. We're very lucky in the sense that we have wonderful, precious resources and natural assets. And we're very lucky to be able to do the job that we do. I mean, to put it in perspective for listeners, we have 1,100 kilometres of waterways. So they stretch from Coleraine in the Northern Ireland, you know, the whole way down to St. Mullen, across to Limerick, over to Dublin Canal, Grand Canal Base. Um, you would walk from Mizzenhead to Malinhead and back, it's just to give you a sense of 1,100 kilometres. And in addition to that, we have over 650 kilometres of greenways and blueways. So we've got a really big, open, natural, recreational space for people to enjoy. And, and what we're trying to do here in this plan is actually improve all of those conditions, make better and wonderful experiences for people to go and use these, get the services and the facilities right, you know, attract more people more of the time, grow participation, get more people involved. And to do that, we're going to invest to create these experiences, whether they're in the barrow or, for example, at the moment, up at the Ulster Canal along the border, stretching into Monaghan and the Erne system, or, or specifically in Dublin. And, and I have to say, in Dublin, it's our capital city. You know, our, our water-based assets do not reflect, I believe, you know, like comparable European cities. So the Dublin transformation piece would be very important to us. We've currently started some work there down in the Grand Canal Basin. 
uh, where we're opening up and uh, uh, restoring the sea lock gates. So these are heritage assets that go back to 1796. But when they're fully restored in 2025, we'll be able to open up the base and to allow tall ships to come in. And that would create a huge kind of tourism opportunity Indeed, there. Yeah. At the same time, we're working there with uh, Ishka Erin, and that project is about improving water quality and to allow more immersive sports. So whether it's kayaking, whether it's people swimming, it's people in the water. So we have loads of opportunity because we have these wonderful assets. And I totally agree with you, Carl. It's a fantastic opportunity for people to get out and about, recreational uh, walking, cycling, kayaking, swimming, whatever. It's all there for everybody. Absolutely. And a great tourist opportunity as well. Certainly the, the, the knock-on effect on that. So when does this begin then? Is it, is it in 2024, John? No, tr- tr- truthfully, we kind of we kind of kicked it off. I mean, we've got projects on the slate at any given time. Okay. So we've got a number we've got a number of projects in the next three years where we've got a total kind of investment for resource and capital of two hundred million. But the key thing about the plan, I guess, is because some of these projects are long tail, as I described earlier. You know, I would expect to see acceleration from kind of year three, four, and five onwards into the latter half of the plan. And by that stage, you'd expect to see the Ulster Canal completed in twenty twenty eight. I think uh, we're doing a big regeneration project in Tullamore. Again, you know, I'd expect to see that maybe taking five years by the time it's all done and dusted. And I think the Dublin transformation will run throughout the whole 10-year plan. So there's, there's work happening right now. There's projects happening right now. But this is actually looking forward and kind of taking it through the next five, seven, ten years. I think that's the beauty of having this plan. Okay, lovely. Well, uh, John, John McDonough, CEO of Waterways Ireland, thank you very much for joining us this morning and we certainly look forward to seeing this expansion happen uh, continuing over the next 10 years or so and beyond as well. So thank you very much for taking the time to explain it all to us. Pleasure to talk with you. Thank you, Karen. Take care. Bye-bye. This is the KCLR Daily. I'm Carol Dilley in for Brian Redmond this morning. And we were just uh, referring there, alluding to sustainability. So stay right there with us because up next on our weekly series, Hours to Protect, which is all about protecting the environment. KCLR Daily executive producer Esna Quirk headed down to O'Loughlin Gales to hear about what they're doing towards sustainability. And we'll find out more about that next. The KCLR Daily with Brian Redmond on air, online and on smart speaker with thanks to Fairgreen Shopping Centre Carlo with a fantastic range of shops, food outlets and a state-of-the-art IMC cinema. See fairgreen.ie.